0: Love Talk Radio I wonder how I got here What did I do to get here Somehow I made the wrong turn Now I'm lost Because my flesh was weak But now I hear your voice And I'm making a choice I'm turning away From the things that I do That I know aren't pleasing In your sight I'm turning away From the mess of mindset And the things that I know aren't right I'm turning away From the past The burning shame All the things that had me bound I'm turning away temptation tries to lure me off my course. I will choose you. I'll choose you. Cause I've been there and I'm not going there no more. Said I want a new start of giving you my heart. From your love I never want to depart. I'm turning away. i
1: Right now Lord God, because he leads and guides us to all truth father we thank you for such an order that you have established for us to learn your word and for us to understand truly what it is that you have for the Ecclesia, Lord Father as we represent you father we thank you for everything that we have Lord father our trials our our tribulations Lord we thank you because if it had not been for our trials, we wouldn't know how to triumph and and, and the things that we need to overcome. Father, we thank you uh, for giving us the authority to bind and loose. We thank you, Father, for the understanding of what that means. We praise your holy name right now, Lord God, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <coughs> Um, Good morning, or good afternoon, and I welcome uh, welcome you to Sunday Morning Kingdom. I'm your host, um, Mark Fields, and uh, we're going to talk about power, domain, and authority. We're going to talk about power, domain, and authority because it it, it dawned on me while I was studying and reading the scriptures of one of the elements of the kingdom of God is decree, and in that decree, you have authority. Authority is in that decree. It's not separate from the decree. It's in the decree. But I, I look at something closer now, which is what happened to Eve in the in the garden. I look at that closer now because. I'm starting to understand and see that we haven't really looked at that close enough. We didn't consider Satan's offer and what he what he did. But what we're going to do is we're going to start with here's a scripture that I, I since we're talking about power, dominion, authority. I know some of you guys have heard uh, others preach and say that we have power to do this, we have power to do that, we got power to do this. We have power this, and we got power that, and we got the same power Jesus got, gotten, or Jesus has and all these things. But then when I started reading the scriptures, it doesn't line up. That never really never lined up with me. But then, of course, if I didn't see like everybody else was seeing, then I was somehow wrong or an outcast. Even the authority to bind and loose, we're going to look at in a different perspective today. You know, most people, let's, just, let's do that first. Most people think binding and loosing has something to do with what? What would you say? No. With power to do what? Bind and loose what? Demons. Right. Now, we're going to read that scripture where Jesus said, you know, told us, um, whatever whether he told the apostles, whatever you bind here on earth uh we'll be bound in heaven or we'll be loose earth will be loosened in heaven. But we're gonna look at some other scriptures that talks about that specific authority and what it means. Um, but for right now, go to Mark chapter ten. Mark chapter ten verses thirty-five to forty. Mark chapter ten. Now, now, would you say that Jesus has all authority? Well, he does now. But did he did he have all authority here on earth? Did he? On earth? Well, well, let's read the scripture. And here's why I want you to see being in a state of humility as we're supposed to be, living here on the earth, until we become translated, we were never given full authority. We were never given authority to take over kingdoms, and we were never given authority to, to walk in places and name it and claim it. We were never given that authority was never meant for us. But we have switched and taken it out. I'm getting excited already because I want you all to see something in this and understand that you do have power. You're not powerless. You do have power here on the earth, and you need to learn how to use it and operate in it because guess what? If you don't, then you'll be operating either out of your authority or by a different authority. You understand what I'm saying? You'll be operating outside the confines of your authority, not understanding it, so that means it's easy for you to overstep your bounds. If you don't know your authority on your job, and you walk into somebody else's office and fire them, the boss will say, hey, that's not your responsibility. So now you leave, or you get chastised or whatever. But Mark chapter 10, verses 35 to 40 says, And James and John, the son of Zebedee, come unto him, saying, Master, would we that thou shouldest do for us whatever we shall desire? What they're saying is, Master, then you tell us you're going to do anything that you, anything that we, that, that, that for us, that we should desire. You, you said you're going to do anything that, you, uh, uh, that we want. And he said unto them, Verse 36, he said unto them, What would ye I should do for you? Meaning, what do you want me to do for you? And he said to him, Grant us that we may sit one on thy right hand and the other on thy left hand in thy glory. But Jesus said unto them, Ye know not what ye ask. Can ye drink of the cup that I drink of and be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with? And they said unto him, We can. And Jesus said unto them, Ye shall indeed drink of the cup that I uh, uh, and, and with the baptism that I am baptized with. Wherewithal shall ye be baptized? But to sit on my right hand and my left is not mine to give. But it shall be given to them whom it is prepared. This this one scripture is so power packed. A lot of people don't even understand what it is. Let me break this down for you. When he's talking about this cup of baptism, that means that these that followed him are going to die. That's what that means. It means you're going to be baptized with it, all right? That means that you're going to partake of the same humiliations that I partook in. That means you're going to have to be obedient just as I'm obedient. Okay, so he's saying you're going to do that. But then he's saying to sit on the right hand and the left hand, it's not his to give. That means it's somebody else's, right? That means it belongs to someone else to give that. Now, Jesus constantly, while he was here, said, I come not with my own authority, but my Father that sent me. And we did a teaching, we we we, we saw where the Holy Ghost speaks of Jesus, uh, what Jesus told him to speak of. So, so when you start to look at that, it says, but it's not mine to give. Which means Jesus didn't have all authority in heaven Am I right? He just said that He said it's not mine to give So Jesus had not, does not at this point Have authority in heaven Okay now he said But it shall be given to them Who is prepared That means at one point Those that are prepared Will be able to sit On his left and his right Oh this is good but he's talking to the 12 thrones or apostles that were with him. See, remember we talked last week and we talked about how we got this misconception that reigning with Christ means that we're going to be sitting on the throne and we're going to be judging people and, and judging the angels. And, and, and that's what I heard it preach, and I'm sure you guys have too. And that's what we're called to do. And then we're going to reign in the new earth. Now, we debunked all of that last week. We debunked all of that because we realized that we're supposed to be judging now. First Corinthians says what? Y'all remember? It says God judges those that are without, right? Mm -hmm. And what it tells us to do? Judge those that are within. Now... If that says that, 1 Corinthians 5.13, if it says that, then are we not to judge now? So that means we should be judging now. Now, didn't Paul say, if any, if, if any uh, uh, man or tongue of angels bring you any other doctrine in the kingdom of God? Oh, man, y'all not, y'all not hearing me? He said, any man or angel bring you another doctrine as in Galatians chapter 1 and 8. Let's go there real quick. I'm going to show you this. Galatians chapter 1 and 8. Galatians chapter 1 verse 8. Now, we got Corinthians, right? We got 1 Corinthians. See, see, you you, you know how when it says that we're supposed to, we're going to come back and you hear people say that we're going to judge uh, angels and we're going to judge men, even though Jesus said um, the Gentiles uh, exercise authority over each other, it shall not do so with you. You know what I'm saying? Do you remember that? It shall not be so with you, huh? Y'all remember? Okay, now you got Galatians. All right, what does it say? But though we an or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel, any other gospel unto you. Unto you Then that which we have preached unto you, you. let him be be accursed. We know what you just did. You just bounced something up. So so why is it that we wait or, or attempt to wait for Jesus to come back to give us the authority to judge angels and men if that authority is given to us right now? Let's go to 1 Corinthians, because I think maybe we should read that. 1 Corinthians 5 and 13. Anybody want to read that? No, In fact, right. let's back up. Let's not do that. Let's go to 1 uh, Corinthians 5 and 9. Let's read that one. 1 Corinthians 5 and 9. I'm it. I wrote unto you in an epistle not to accompany with fornicators, yet not altogether with, with the fornicators of this world, or with the covetous, or extortionists, or, extortionist, or with idolaters. For then, for then must ye needs go. Ye needs go out of the world. Stop right there for a second. Now, he said, I wrote to you before. Not to accompany with these, these uh, um, fornicators and, and adulterers and, and covetous people, right? He said because if that's the case, you have to die. That's what needs to go out the world mean. Now, we're talking about authority today. We're talking about your authority. Okay, so now he said I'm not talking about the people who are blind or blinded by the God of this world. I'm not talking about them because if you were to get away from them, that would be a whole lot of folks, and you need to be dead before you do it because there's no way you're going to escape or surround yourself with everybody who is righteous. Didn't the the scripture say that wheat and the tares grow together? There's no way you're going to be able to surround yourself With 100% all righteous people, or keep yourself away from anybody that has that kind of sin or whatever. But now, okay, let's keep going. But now I have written unto you you, not to keep company. company. If any man is called a brother, be a fornicator fornicator, or or covetous, or idolater,
0: or railer, or
1: or drunkard, or or extortioner,
0: extortioner,
1: with such a one, one, don't even eat with them. Now, who who are they talking about here? If any man call himself a what? A A brother. A brother. He's not talking about the people you know is wicked. He's talking about the people that profess themselves to be wise okay now here we go this here's the power let's do, let's do twelve maybe. verse twelve for what, for what have I to do to judge them, to judge them? Also, that are also those that also that are without do, not ye judge them that are do you not judge those that are within are you not Judging already? It's a question. Is that not a question mark? That's a question mark, right? Mm-hmm. And what's the last one say? But them that are without God judges. Therefore, put away from among yourselves that, that wicked person. Now, if you're talking about anybody else than a brother. So, so now, here's the misconception. We have this misconception that when Jesus comes back, we're going to reign with Christ and we're going to judge the angels and everything going forward. Did not, we just not read that we're supposed to be doing that already. Paul said, if any angel from heaven comes to you and gives you any other word other than the kingdom of God, let him be a curse, That's judgment. So now let's talk about binding and loosening. Binding and loosing, binding and loosing. We're going to look at binding, which is to fasten, to tie, to hold, to throw in chains. Uh, um, It means to also submit, to be bound to one, a wife, a husband. Or it means to forbid, to prohibit, to declare. Now, the scripture says, here's the scripture. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And a lot of people took that as talking about demons. That's why I said what I said earlier. So, So then he charged... Then then he charged he his disciples that they would tell no man that he was Jesus Christ. Say again? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's in Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. We are. We already talked about the part where he said unto how I was changed. Um, uh, Matthew 16 and 18 And I say unto thee Thou art Peter and upon this Rock I will build my Ecclesia and the gates of hell Shall not prevail against it It was not talking about a church It was talking about the Ecclesia of God The sold out ones for God The called apart ones The separate ones, the ones of the way The children of God Is the Ecclesia of God that's what, God, that's what represents God, and when it means to reign with Christ, that means, just like we talked about last week, if you were to go to Africa, India, somewhere else, they would be able to look at you by the way you act, by the way you talk, by the way you walk, by the way you demonstrate, by the way you love. That means that they know that you are a child of God, because right now you can go over there and they'll say, oh, wow, that's an American without you even opening up your mouth, am I right? This should be a presence about you, an authority about you. Oh, this is good stuff. It should be an authority about you that no one should have to doubt who you are. Now, bind. It means literally or figuratively to be bound up, to be tied. Now, that also can go with this. Matthew chapter 12, 29. Or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods? Except he do what? Bind the strong man. And then he'll spoil his house. Bind the strong man. Whatever you bind on earth, You see see what I mean? Whatever you allow here on earth, whatever whatever you allow to operate in your life here on earth that's not bound is going against the very authority that Jesus gave you to bind it, and it does not mean people. Well, what does it say? The God of this world has blinded, because that's also a scripture that says the same Greek word, even though it says blinded, it means bind. Here's another one. Uh, okay, Matthew 23, 13. Then the king to the servants bind him hand and foot and take him away and cast him in out of darkness, and it shall be weeping in national teeth. That's Matthew chapter 22, 13. See, all of these things is talking about tying something up, prohibiting something. Y'all got to see this. Now look at this in, in the terms of submission. Look at the terms of submission to Christ. Does it not say that we are free from the works of the enemy? Resist the enemy and flee? I give you power over the enemy, Right? So we got power over the enemy, but not resisting the enemy. That's the term of that's the what I'm trying to explain to you about binding and loosing. Resisting the enemy is binding him up. Being set free is not following sin. So being subject to a king gives you the authority to bind and loose. Oh, see, you're not here. You're not. You're not. You found me. the Ecclesia of God, I was speaking with somebody and they were telling me that most people can't understand what the Ecclesia of God is because they're too busy looking at what the church is. Now, when you look at what the church is, if, if that word meant church or assembly, then that could mean anything. Don't we have churches of Satan, churches of pagan, churches of Wicca? Uh, um, don't we have all these different churches? So that means that they would too be part of this this kingdom, correct? If you're using that word, because it doesn't specify, it says, oh, no, I'm just talking about the Christian church. Oh, no, I'm talking about the church that believes like we believe. No, it doesn't say that. That's why it doesn't supposed to be that. It's supposed to be the ecclesia. But now let me go back over so we can get back up to where we are. Okay, now, I'm telling you the five elements of the kingdom of God. You have the history. Remember, we're naturalized citizens We're grafted in That means that we have to have some kind of concept Of the history of the culture that we live in Am I right? You got to know something about it Now, the second part which we're on now Which is the decree Means that the decree Is under the decree It has power Dominion And authority Right? Power, dominion, authority There is no power to be in authority without a decree. If the king doesn't decree something to you and give you permission to do it, then you can't do it. You can't do it if there's no decree. So that means that you may be operating without a decree. Now, let's go to uh, 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 Genesis. Let's talk about Eve a little bit. Let's talk about uh, uh, Eve. Let's go to Genesis chapter three. Let's go to Genesis three. All right. Let's start reading at. Let's go to Genesis chapter three, and da, 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 da. let's let's see where they gave up their authority at. For, for what reasons? All right. Here we go. Got it. Genesis chapter 3 and 1. Now the serpent was more subtle than any other beast of the field which the Lord had made. Now, did not Adam have dominion over all the animals? Right? See, you guys see this. Adam had dominion, power, dominion, authority over these animals. He named the animals. Right? <laughs> Say okay, here we go. Now, uh, and, and he said unto the woman... She she ain't even have a name yet. He ain't even named her yet. Have God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? A woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of all of the fruit of the trees in the garden. But the tree in the midst of the garden, that God sh- uh, the but the, the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat it, neither shall you touch it, at least you shall die. And a serpent said, Ye shall not surely die. But and here's the part right here. Here's what Satan offered her in exchange. He said, for God doeth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes will be opened and you shall be as God's, knowing good and evil. So where does that, that scripture come in that or the, the mentality that said we're supposed to be little gods. Here's what I'm submitting you today. Jesus said the servant is not greater than the master, right? Mm-hmm. But he also said that it not, shall not be so with you that you lord over one another, right? So he said that also. So now people will look at the two and, and confuse the two. Now, let's say there's a king and you're part of his citizenship. He gives you authority to go and exchange something on his behalf. Does that make you the king? Does that give you the same power as the king? No. Even though you're on his behalf, it doesn't give you the same power. If you have the same power as the king, you know what happened throughout history? When men thought they had the same power as the king, you know what they did to the kings? They killed them. Right? They killed the kings. When they, when the king was no more used to them, they killed them. When the king didn't serve their purpose, they killed them. So what we do is this. We try to exist without coexisting with Christ. Because... The Bible clearly says that we don't have all authority or we wouldn't have to uh, pray and fast about casting some demons out. We wouldn't have that problem because we have all authority. But we don't have all authority. But now let's look at Eve a little closer. Let's look at her a little, little closer. And when a woman saw it was good for food and it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree was desired to make one wise, she took up the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also to her husband, uh, and he did eat. Her uh, husband with her, and he did eat. Now, it looked good, it tastes good, and it was going to make you smarter. She was going after the same tricks that fool a lot of people today. We go for the look good, we go to the taste good. And we go to the smarts and think that it's, a, it, it's of God. So we look for the material things in the world, and all is of God. I remember I was talking with somebody the other day, on, were chatting on Facebook, and, and one of the people was like, well, what's a, what's a mark of, and this summarizing, basically was, was, was talking about the mark of someone that is a citizen of God. What does that even look like? And in my comment, I was sitting there thinking about it for a minute. And I was like, you know, you can't tell a person is in God because they have money. You can't tell a person is in God because they got good health. You can't tell that a person's in God because they got a big house, or a big car, or a good job. Because sinners have those too. So how could that be the mark or the prize or the race to the high call? What's the higher call? Is that the higher call? Because everybody seems to have that. The higher call is righteousness, and you can operate in your authority in righteousness. Means when somebody looks at you, they see Christ. When somebody looks at your attitude, your actions, they see Christ. No one has to doubt who you are or who you belong to. I'm, I'm gonna give you an example. I'm gonna be a little transparent. I remember searching for God, one foot in the grave and one foot on a banana peel and i was um had a desire strong desire for God, but I also had a strong desire to stay in the world so Of course, you know God went out, but here's the thing: I was sitting there you know drinking and hanging around with a couple of people who would often hear me preach, not on pulpits or anything like that. They would hear me quote things from the Bible and talk about the Bible and everything else. I'm not saying you can't sit around drink wine. No, that's horrible. No, that's not what I mean. What I mean is this. They knew that something was different about me. So one guy, his name was Coach. i never forget this guy. Coach said, he said, man, you don't know what you want. He said, one day you want God, next day you want to sit here and drink. And get out of it. And I'm sitting there thinking like, wow, that's a wishy-washy person. He couldn't tell who I was for. That's a bad place to be, isn't it? The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. But can you imagine that, somebody coming up to you saying, you don't know who you're for. So as soon as your flesh decides to get what it wants, you throw everything else away. And I thought that was really, really powerful when he said that. But that's that's what I mean by that. That's what I mean by that. But see, now, here we see in Genesis 3 and 7... And the eyes of them were both opened, and they knew that they was naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and and, and made aprons among themselves. Now, what they just did was give over the authority that was given to them. They gave over the authority. And Adam didn't blame God. I mean, he didn't blame Eve, as we think. He blamed God. In verse 12, it says, And the man said, The woman that thou gavest me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. He didn't blame her. He said, The woman you gave me, God. And then he turned to the serpent, and he cursed the serpent. And he put an enmity between the seed of the woman and and the seed of the uh, serpent. You know why? Because they had given away the authority that God has given them. Now, they weren't God. See, they had authority over everything. You see what I mean? God gave them power, dominion, and authority. Didn't he do that in Genesis? Let us make man in our image and give him power, dominion, and authority. Huh? Dominion, right. He gave dominion. What is dominion? Reign. Power over this region. That's what dominion is. That's what dominion is. And they gave it up. They gave it away. Genesis one twenty six. And God says, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the bird, over the over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth and every creeping thing, but now let's look up dominion. To have rule, to dominate, to tread down, to subjugate, to cause, to uh, dominate, to scrape out. He had dominion. He, He established his law. Wow. This is good. And he said it again in in Genesis 1.28. He shall have dominion, but they gave it away. So now what we do now is not understand that decree. We are the ones that, you know what, the question is, why does God allow these evil things to happen? You ever heard somebody ask that? And that's usually a person that's leaning towards there's not a God or just get really confused. They say, why does God allow these things to happen when the truth is, it's not because of God. It's because we walk away from God is why these things are happening. Not because of God, it's because of us. But we wanna blame God when things don't go our way. But anyway, here we go. The, the, the five of them are one, history, two, decree, which we're talking about today, Decree has power, demeanor, authority. The government, which is the decreer, allows the decree to create a government. The government is that is it consists of what? Laws. The laws govern what? The citizens. Now, here's how you back one up. The laws were created. Our only laws are to submit to Christ. Jesus said, here are two laws. What were they? Love God above what? Have everything with all your heart and all your body, all your soul, everything. And then he said, "Love your neighbors; you love yourself." He said, "All the laws set on these two, these two things." I didn't come to do away with the law; I came to fulfill the law. So Jesus fulfilling the law applied to the citizenship has to do with what? One word: start with an L, end with an E. Got an O of love. Because if I'm loving you the way I want to be loved. Then that means everything's okay, doesn't it? It means that I wouldn't treat you harshly. I wouldn't say things to you. I wouldn't listen to you. I would respect you. I would honor you. I wouldn't lie to you. I wouldn't hurt you. Why? Because I love you. Okay, now let's keep going. So, power, dominion, and authority all fall under that one word, decree of the elements of the kingdom, because if there is no decree, there is no authority. Now, we read some scriptures, and I know next week, Thursday maybe, uh, or next Sunday, we're going to read a little bit more about the decree portion, because we're going to need to find out what exactly was decreed to us. What is our... We're going to read today, though, some of it. Okay, now, when you just look at the deception of Eve, you realize that Satan had all authority. That's why he was able to give it to Jesus. He said, I'll give you power of all of this if you bow down and worship me. Right? And, and, you know, Jesus went through the scripture. But now I want to show you the scripture here because I want you to see that Jesus did not yet have all power. Jesus said, first, I can't do anything unless my father sent me. That's the only way I'm doing stuff. I can't do it because it's not not, uh, 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 my place to teach what I'm teaching. He said, I can only teach you what my God teaches me. My father who sent me is what he said. Okay, now let's let's look at John chapter 12 verse 49. Matter of fact, let's back up and go to John 6 first. Let's do John 6 first. I have not come down from heaven to do not do my will, but the will of him who sent me. Verse 38. Matthew, I'll give you a couple of them matthew chapter twenty six thirty nine going a little further he fell on his face and said, My father, is it possible to let this cup pass from me yet not as I will, but you will Jesus is the bread of life john thirty uh six thirty seven and all all that the father gives me will come to me." And the one who comes to me, I will never turn away, for I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but do the will of him sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none, none of all those he has given to me, but raise them up in my last day. Now I can go back to the scripture where Jesus is giving all power. Matthew 28. Chapter 8 verse 18 and Jesus came and spake unto them saying all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth all power is given to me now what was different about the Jesus we just read versus the Jesus we read in now he was resurrected he was resurrected but then he also gave us this the same power that we're going to have. He says, those who believe in me, matter of fact, let's do this. Let's go to Galatians. Uh, no, nope. not Galatians. Let's go to Philippians 2 and 9. Wherefore, God... Has also highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. The name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, and everything in heaven, all things in earth, all things under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, As ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and do of his good pleasure. It's not about our good pleasure. See, he gave us these clues. He gave us these hints about the uh, um, marital, is undefiled. Uh, uh, he said, don't let nobody tell you any different about worshiping on a Sabbath moon day or whatever. Don't let nobody tell you about all these things. Hey, what he's giving you the power to do is bind and loose. That's what he's giving you power to do. Okay, come on, let's keep going. All right. Now. John chapter twelve forty nine. 49 well, I'm not spoken of my own authority But the Father who sent me Gave me a command What I should say And what I should speak And Jesus gave that same thing To the Holy Spirit Because then he said uh, um, I'm, I'm not going to leave you comfortless Right? Now, who was he talking about? John chapter fourteen. No, that's John chapter fourteen. No, twelve was when he said about his his authority. But now we talk, Jesus um, said that he's going away, and I'm gonna give you somebody else. I'm gonna give you somebody else because you know now you got to look at that that. Everything that Jesus is talking about. But even then, he he said the same thing. He will not come speaking anything but what I tell him to speak. I'm in John chapter 14. We're not going to go through it, but you can write that down. Something good to read. Definitely good to read. It's when Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. But you're not going to see me a little a little while Okay Power, domain, authority Authority has always been a problem For man Authority has always been a problem for man Many rulers came and went and, and died and lost Even if you look at the, the, the kingdom that they're building right now In the Republican Party or whatever you start to see that they're tearing themselves apart because of the godlessness. They allow people to reign that's sexual predators that prey on women, that prey on children, and they elect these people to lead them. Now, if that's not godlessness, I don't know what is. Can you imagine that state? Think about the state that we're in right now where we elect godless people to lead us rather than God. The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors. But it shall not be so with you. On the contrary, he who is greatest among you, let him be as the younger. He who governs as he who serves... For who is greater, he that sits at the table or he who serves? It is not he who sits at the table, yet I am among you as the one who serves. But you are those who have continued in me in my trials, and I bestow upon you a kingdom, just as my Father bestowed one upon me that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Who's he talking about? The disciples. Not us. Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 22. 12 tribes of Israel. How many apostles was it? Twelve. Come on now. 12 and 12 is what? 24. 12 kings, 12 thrones is what? 24. See, the kingdom according to what Jesus inherited cannot be inherited by nothing else or by force. For the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violence is taken by force. We're not the violent. See, Satan wants you to believe that you... Can exist without Christ He wants you to believe that He wants you to believe that Because if he can get you to think That you can operate as a God Then you've bitten the fruit my friend You've bitten the fruit All he has to do is convince you That you can operate Without Christ Power, dominion, and authority. See, now we talked about in the beginning. Now you got to remember this. We read scripture in, in, in First Corinthians, chapter nine and thirteen, that God judges those that are without. We're supposed to judge those that are within. We're not supposed to wait for Jesus to come back for us to start judging. And we also read in Galatians when when Paul said, "But though we or any angel from heaven." preach any gospel, let him be accursed, that means we're already supposed to be judging the angels, so we're judging them according to the word of God, or to what they bring to us. That's what we're judging them for, what you're bringing to me. But what we do is, we want to be like the guy that broken his bone wrestling with an angel. We want him to bless me. That's not what that was about. But when we operate Like that, Satan wants you to operate in pride. He wants you to get so puffed up that you don't need Christ. He wants you to get so self-contained that you believe you have all the power of Christ. He wants you to bite the fruit so that you believe that you know everything from good and evil and you can judge as God. The scripture where it says, uh, didn't didn't ye say that I said you're God." that scripture was talking to judges because judges had the power over life and death over somebody come on now all right one more speak those things we're want to get to that we want to get to the Romans chapter four Romans chapter four let's go down to verse. Two. Uh, right here, let's go down Let's go down to uh, uh 17 Because this is where this comes from Now we're talking about your authority What power do you have? I can tell you based on the scriptures You don't have the power to call those things That be not as though they are Let's read the scriptures. Don't believe me. Don't believe me. Scriptures. Can anybody read that? Romans four seventeen. 17. And as, as it is written. I have
0: made thee a father of many
1: nations. I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed.
0: Before him whom he believed,
1: Even God. Even God. Who quickeneth the dead. And, and called those things, those things which, be not, which be not as though they were. Though they were. Who are they talking about? It says God It's talking about God That's who it's talking about Because here's what you do You can't create something From nothing here, here, Here's my, my, my Here's my description of this If you plant a seed And a tree grows Did you create it? No Why? She seed was already here If you have a baby and you create life as a child. Did you create that baby? No. You, you, just was, you just was a mediator. Good, thank you. You just was a mediator for something that was to happen. Okay, now, if you just keep going, let's say you have no money, and you sit on the side of your bed and say, money, come to me now. Is it going to come? No, it's not. What about you said, if you need a new car, and you sit there and go, Lord, I'm taking care of the card that I have. Can I have another one? Think to happen? No. That's not what God said. God gave you also the power to, to, to make things happen, but not create things. Not make things happen is totally different than creating things. You understand what I'm saying? So, so since that power was reserved for God, that's why you have to understand how that, when we took that scripture out of context, all that got us to do was operate as who? As God. So if we can create things out of nothing, then what do we need God for? If we can do everything that Jesus did, what do we need Jesus for? Now, since we're supposed to reign with Christ, Christ is our king in any kingdom. Does the citizen have the same power and authority and dominion as the king? No. You operate as an ambassador. You represent. How do you represent? With your righteousness. By following the laws under the decree that was given by Christ, that was given by God. See, we don't need to look for the territory like we said last week. Because the territory is, is, is all God's already. In the beginning, God created what? Heaven and what? Earth. The territory is already here. So what we do is we read the history. This is good. We read the history and see where Abraham stepped on lands that God gave him and believed that it belonged to Abraham. That land still was God's. I don't care how many houses you put on it belonged to God. So now when you start to understand and look at that, at the history, and realize that every parable, every every uh, um, Esau and Jacob selling the birthright, uh, uh, Adam and Eve selling their birthright, uh, uh, um, Satan trying to get Jesus to sell his birthright, all of those things have to do with the operation of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is like, just like uh, uh, Paul said, if an angel in heaven... Or anybody else come bring you something different, let him be accursed. You know what that's doing? That's part of the binding and loosening. Oh, come on now. All this has to do with authority. All this have to do with decree. Matter of fact, if you keep reading, let's keep reading when Jesus was translated. Uh, not translated. Here we go. Matthew chapter 28, 18. And Jesus came, spake unto them, saying, All power is given to me in heaven and earth. You said before, the reason why all power was given to him now and not before in the previous scriptures was because Jesus was resurrected. Um, he said then, Therefore, go ye therefore and teach nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the earth, in in the world. So understand what Jesus is decreeing. Jesus is not saying, be me. He's saying, be like me. God created man in his image, in his likeness. Not as God, but His likeness. The Father supposed to be like His Son, right? The, the master is not above his, the servant; is not above the master. This is good stuff. Amen. We're gonna stop right there and pick back up. Um, I, I, we're gonna talk a little bit more about authority. That's some more authority teaching to do um, in that. But uh, uh, I mean. You got to mind. See, here's what happens when you change the the, the word. When you change the word, you, you start to lose the capacity of the word. You start stripping it clean. It's like uh, a prophet. As a matter of fact, the very asked this morning, she said this morning, I thought we know in part and prophesy in part. It has nothing to do with what God tells you. If God tells you to tell somebody something, it's 100% accurate, it ain't, it ain't incomplete. It is, it's not inconsistent. It's not partially true, partially lies, or part way there, part way coming. It's just that you prophesy, and the part that you don't know is God. That don't mean if I tell you and God say something and say go tell him, I said the um, look out for a job that's coming next week, and then three weeks later it didn't happen. Oh, well, your faith must be wrong. No, you 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 prophesying outside the authority. Or you're giving people so much vague information that it can happen to everybody in a congregation, but yet you're operating as a prophet or apostle. Even in, in, even as an apostle, the Bible says you're not an apostle unless you've seen the resurrected Christ. So if people have not seen the resurrected Christ; they cannot be a prophet, and that is scriptures. Apostle, I'm sorry, apostle. So if you have not seen the resurrected Christ and calling yourself an apostle, you are a false prophet, false apostle. And if you prophesy prophesying to people and you're inaccurate with the prophecy or it never comes true, that is not the scripture. We know in part, we prophesy in part. That doesn't mean that's not what that means. Because there are certain qualifications. In the New Testament, that talks about prophets and preachers and pastors and and teachers and everything else. You got to be careful. Every person that calls himself a teacher may not be. The devil knew the word of God. And you find out about the apostles and prophets and all that in First Corinthians chapter nine. First Corinthians chapter nine. It tells you. Uh, um, what that's supposed to be So you cannot be A prophet and apostle and all these things Prophesying with limited accuracy I can't Prophesy to you And tell you that something's going to happen In two years it still ain't happened And you're wondering what's wrong with you Don't wonder what's wrong with you Ain't nothing wrong with you something wrong with the word that you got Amen Father we thank you for your word your will we thank you God for everything that you have given us for life and godliness father we we ask that you allow your holy Spirit to give us more instruction about the power that we have the authority that we have on earth right now Lord father to walk as 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 your children Lord God father we thank you for everyone that's here everyone that tuned in and we ask that you continue to um The Holy Spirit to show us so we can study to show our fellows approved. Father, we love you. We thank you for our King and we thank you for your Holy Spirit. Amen. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful day, and I will talk to you later. Goodbye.
0: You're already here oh, now. We watch and we wait, Lord We anticipate the moment Hallelujah, you're all. Always...